And welcome to another episode of TLB Talk Radio. The title of today's show is No Accountability for the Untouchable. 
And that sounds a little vague, but believe me, it won't be once we get into the topic a little bit deeper. So again, no accountability for the untouchable. <clears throat> this is episode number 88. And this is, um, again, TLB Talk Radio on Republic Broadcasting Network, which, again, is a very close friend of the Liberty Beacon Project. John and I were partners on TLB Talk. He was our media director. Um, I got to share John's dreams and John's thoughts and what John felt about the world before he passed away. And the connection with um, RBN will remain for as long as I can possibly uh, make that happen. Uh, it is a worthwhile platform. Anybody out there considering um, whether or not uh, you should do some advertising on RBN, I strongly recommend it. There are a lot of people out there, people like myself, who are discriminating as far as what we purchase and why we purchase it. And the products that are available so far on RBN always hit the spot. So, again, if I sound like I'm propping RBN up a little bit or, I don't know, making them sound good, it's because they actually are. And I'm going to I'm going to segue into that by telling you how you can help them to be even better. And, yes, you hear this every single week. OK, and you're going to hear it again this week. I know that a lot of you are accustomed to giving an occasional donation. Is that appreciated far more than you understand? Okay. I'm sure that if those in the office at RBN could call each and every person up and hold a conversation with you about their appreciation, they would. Point here is if you want to make it even better, and yes, we have discussed this before, so it may be a chance for you to grab a cup of coffee before I get into the main topic. But all of you who haven't heard this, the best thing you can do for RBN at this point would be to consider giving them a weekly donation. But let's do this in a fashion where you pretty much figure out or average what you normally contribute to RBN over the course of a year. Divide that number by 12 and make that a monthly reoccurring donation. Now, you're not actually giving any more than you usually do, although I strongly recommend that you do. They are worth it. But what you have done is given them the ability to know with certainty going forward how much they will have coming in each month in order to give you bigger, better, better, faster. If you would like to see RBN grow as I would, if you would like to see RBN be able to give you even more than they're already giving, then consider that monthly donation. Again, it gives them a guaranteed amount of income which allows them to make your services even better. Please consider that going forward. Also, the show is sponsored by TLVTalk.com, which is the newest addition to the Liberty Beacon website family. We do have websites in Australia. That one's about to be republished. We have a website in France, Europe Reloaded. We have a website in England, UK Reloaded. We have two websites in the United States, the Liberty Beacon and the Falling Darkness, and a social media website yeah, tlbtalk.com, which is what this show is named after. So for anybody thinking that we do not have a global or a national presence, we do. For anybody out there wondering why everybody in the world doesn't know the Liberty Beacon's name, it's because the shadow banning and the, I don't know, absolute hiding 
as much as possible of anything that comes out of the Liberty Beacon is standard anymore. Why? Because we are an alternative media source that's going to tell you exactly what it is and why. Okay. Now, you've just heard what I said, and that will be emphasized once we get into, again, the main topic for today. And I told you the title, No Accountability for the Untouchable, but I still haven't put that into a frame of reference yet. We're getting there. I will always state that the message I bring you today is not entertainment, nor is it baseless guesses or remote possibilities. Most of what I deliver is in your face, and most of you know that. Reality, recorded facts, or an inevitability depending on our course of action. I'm going to say this again. Don't tell me it depends on their course of action. We're telling you their course of action every single time we do a show. And it's not just me. How many good hosts are on this network? And they are telling you their course of action constantly. What's in question? Why don't we just ask anybody or everybody associated with this alternative media, what is our course of action? Because until we get that focused, until we know exactly what we as a unit are going to do moving forward, it's not their course of action we need to find out about people. It's what are we going to do? And there isn't enough discussion about that. Okay, so um, as usual, links to any applicable references or articles are always included in an article containing this archive show published on Monday on the LibertyBeacon.com, our flagship website. I would tell you that, um, well, this is going to be probably for some of you one of the touchier subjects that I have covered because not everybody looks at it the same way. And if anybody out there thinks that that is an accident, you're absolutely wrong. That's choreographed. That's intentional. And we will get into that as well. So, again, TLB Talk Radio, no accountability for the untouchable. Okay, one of the things that I have learned via one example after another, constantly thrown in our faces over recent history, is the fact that on far too many occasions in fractions of national or international laws and expectations or norms are more often and by far greater degrees and ramifications committed by national governments or international organizations with some degree of global authority. What we're finding out today is, has the, I don't know, the United Nations gone over and above some of the the guidelines they've set down? Yeah. Has the WHO? Yeah. Has the WEF? Yeah. Has the United States government? Yeah. Has the Israeli government? Yeah. Why does it seem that Israel is virtually untouchable via international law, regardless of their actions over the last 75 years? If you tried pulling some of the stuff in just about any other country on this planet that is going on and has been going on, in Israel for longer than I've been alive, and I'm almost 70 years old, how many of those nations would the UN be beating into the ground? 
How many of those nations would coalitions be putting together armed forces to go in and free up their societies or to protect them? How many nations? If they were doing even one-tenth of what Israel has been doing over the last 75 years would have been totally left alone or one excuse after another made for actions that any other country would have been sorely beat up like all living hell for. Why? Why is there one country on this planet that is different than every other country on this planet? And again, it's not in all cases, but in the ones we're going to be discussing, it is. How much power does the Israeli deep state hold over organizations like the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, and countries like the United States. And why does it hold that power? You've all heard the little quip about Netanyahu sitting next to somebody and they got a soundbite from him. And this guy says, well, we can't do that because, and I think you've all heard me say this, because the United States wouldn't appreciate that or wouldn't like it or wouldn't go along with it. In which case, Netanyahu looked at this kid or this guy and basically said, don't worry about the United States. We own them. Now, I just asked why can they get away with situations that most countries would be beat into the ground for? If you understood the amount of funds, maybe not necessarily in Israel's control, but in control of those who are the deep state in Israel, just like the deep state in America. Okay, how much money, how much economic power can they flex across the planet? And the number would amaze you. Why have there been no major effective international UN outcries calling out the Israeli treatment of the Palestinians over the last 75 years? And we have seen land stolen, people killed to take their land. We have seen, look, I could spend the entire show discussing exactly what Israel has never been held accountable for. But at the same time, how many people have stopped listening to this show already because I'm not talking good about Israel? And that, my friends, is exactly what the problem is. Why has the slow walking genocide of the Palestinian people been not only ignored, but also promoted by countries, I don't know, and at the top of that list would be the USA. But, hey, according to Netanyahu, they own us. How many U.S. politicians get a big chunk of funds from APAC for re-election under the conditions that you never do anything to stab Israel or what APAC wishes you to do in the back? Not a joke, people. This is an absolute fact that has been discussed by the Liberty Beacon Project for over 10 years now. But nobody seems to actually be opening their eyes to the fact that we have one nation on this planet that stands out from all of the rest in its ability not to be held accountable. Gee, what is the name of the show? No accountability for the untouchable. Is it starting to make a little bit more sense?
And for anybody out there who thinks that I'm here just to beat up Israel, no, I'm not. Because I have nothing against the Israeli people. I have nothing against the American people. I have a lot against the Israeli government. I have a hell of a lot more against the American government. Would you like me to go on? It's not the people. I'm not anti-Jewish at all. I'm not. What I am is anti-power hungry and anti-genocidal and anti-would you like me to go on? What we are seeing happening in Gaza right now would not be tolerated in just about any other country on the planet. It's not being tolerated in Ukraine. As soon as Russia stepped in there, boy, what did we do? Huh? What did we do? But what did we do for the Palestinians that have been killed? Their land's been stolen. They've been forced into open-air prisons. What have we done for them? Ever! And how many have died as a result of that? We're not talking about what's just going on in Gaza today. We're talking about what the hell led up to that, people. And that's something not enough people are talking about. They're not. But let's continue. How in their right mind could any rational thinking person truly believe that Israel, with one of the best intelligence mechanisms on the planet, was taken by complete surprise by this attack? Or was this a huge setup to allow the unimpeded destruction of Gaza for Israeli gains? Please don't think I'm joking. I'm not. I don't think I've said anything this serious in a long time. I'm going to tell you because I worked for the military industrial complex for 30 years or in the military. I understand that Israel has, if not the best, at least competing for the best intel services on the planet. In order to build thousands of rockets, in order to put I don't know how many people in place from different countries, in order to fund this, in order to, in order to, in order to, this had to have taken an extended period of time and money. And if you're going to try and convince me that the Israeli intel services knew nothing about this until the day all hell broke close on them, you're stupider than I thought you are. And I don't think you're very stupid. You're listening to this show. But if you think that Israel was surprised by this, then maybe you have overestimated your intelligence and so have I. There's no way in hell Israel got caught with their pants down, which means what was this for? Let me say this again. How in their right mind could any rational thinking person truly believe that Israel with one of the best intelligence mechanisms on the planet was taken by complete surprise with this attack? Or was this a huge setup to allow the unimpeded destruction of Gaza for Israeli gains once and for all? What about the gas? What about the gas right offshore? Right offshore from where? Right offshore from Gaza. 
What about other things? No. This is all about doing what they have been trying to do for a very long time and have not been successful at. And that is reducing Gaza to, I don't know, either getting rid of it or making it so insignificant and so small that it has no influence on Israel going forward at all. This isn't a joke, people. Israel would never have been taken by surprise. Not by this. Not by having to build thousands of rockets and nobody knew anything. Having to move how many people into place and nobody knew anything. Having to get the paratroopers ready to go and nobody knew anything. Yeah. How many of you actually believe that? Or was it allowed to happen? Was it even instigated? Because anybody who doesn't think that Israel doesn't have a lot to do with the creation of Hamas? Stop and think about that. Okay? So all of this sort of puts together a scenario whereby this was done intentionally for Israel to step in in a military fashion with the whole world behind them because they were attacked by a terrorist group of people. And now they should be able to go in, bomb all the schools, bomb all the hospitals, bomb all the whatever, kill as many people as they can who had absolutely nothing to do with this. All of this screams, it just doesn't add up. But yet, you're supposed to believe that these people who are protecting their homeland, which was taken from them at the point of a gun or by the death of those around them, their land taken away from them, are supposed to be passive forever and allow this to continue. They're still taking land from Palestinians. They're still forcing them into either the West Bank or the Gaza Strip. This is still happening. But yet, if you push back, you're a terrorist. So if, and I think I might even have mentioned this before too, but if all of a sudden, I don't know, another country sends, I don't know, 20,000 people into the state of Washington and decides that, we're going to take this over and put you all in open air prison camps and all of your homes and everything else will be destroyed because we want that land. And if you put up any type of a fight or a pushback, we're going to declare you terrorists to the entire world. We're going to convince the entire world that you are evil terrorists and we're going to get the entire world on our side to commit genocide to you and all of you who have lived here for a thousand years plus. I want anybody out there to tell me, and you know you can go to the Liberty Beacon tomorrow and leave a comment. Anybody, tell me what I just said that's wrong. I dare you to. And I guarantee you, with absolute facts, I will make you look like a moron. Because everything I just said is true. And more. And that was in an article that Dan Asmussen, who is the... Um, who is the membership director for TLB Talk for the Liberty Beacon Project, that was an article he wrote that I also presented here a couple of weeks ago. So, again, we are continuing the information that we have collected on this topic.
All right. So let me just just let me continue just a little bit more. I want to get this in before the break. And after the break, we're going to go into another article that was written by Dan Asmussen and I thought was appropriate as a follow up. All right. So let's continue and get done with this first part and then we'll go to a break. So, and for all who believe that no governments out there, there are no governments out there that would so blatantly sacrifice their citizens' lives in order to accomplish their goals, because, wait a minute, we basically, or I basically just said they knew all about this. And they may even have instigated it because of their ties to Hamas. They may have done all of this in order to make this happen. Israel, they have done all of this in order to make sure this happens. But how did I start this? And for all who believe there are no governments out there that would so blatantly sacrifice their citizens' lives to accomplish their goals, how many Israelis died when these quote-unquote Hamas terrorists flew in or drove in and started taking over parts of Israel which used to be theirs, but isn't anymore. How many Israelis died? And yes, some Israelis did die. And I absolutely don't, I don't condone any type of death. But at the same time, if Israel knew about this, if Israel helped to instigate this, then did they just sacrifice their own people for their state's gain? Do you think I'm kidding I'm not. And are there other examples of that in reality? Well, let's think 9-11. And the fact that many of us know that the Bush government and the Israeli government dancing Israelis on the bridge, okay, were fully aware that 9-11 was going to happen. Why? Because they were participants in it. But, okay, They thought nothing, obviously, of eliminating about 3,000 American lives. Yeah. Wait a minute. Isn't that basically almost on par with what we're discussing? Let me say this again. All right. There are no governments out there, some of you believe, that would be so would so be so blatant as to sacrifice their citizens' lives to accomplish their state or deep state goals. Think 9-11 and the fact that many of us know the Bush government and the Israeli government and the Israelis were fully aware of it. But thought nothing of eliminating about 3,000 American lives to get what the deep state wanted. And what did the deep state want? They wanted more control over the American people. Enter the Patriot Act, one of the biggest pieces of tyranny ever shoved down your damn throat. But you know what? Everybody was cool with it because it was called the Patriot Act. It isn't people. And that's what the deep state wanted out of, yeah, 9-11. The military industrial complex, what did they want? They wanted, I don't know. Um, including Israel, they wanted wars all across the Middle East. Who benefits more than the military-industrial complex? How about big oil? Did big oil want this to happen as well? 9-11, of course it did, because they knew the wars were coming, and they knew that they could monopolize oil assets from across the Middle East. So now we've got 
the American government, the Israeli government, the military industrial complex, and big oil, along with probably a few others. This is who gained from 9-11 at the cost of 3,000 American lives and how many American lives that were lost in wars we didn't need to be in in the Middle East as a result. Stop and think about this, people. It is now painfully obvious that a few thousand lives means nothing if it aids the so-called elitist tact or the deep state of these nations in their efforts to push towards authoritarian rule or complete control over their populations. Not a joke, people. Not a joke. You cannot have global governance unless you have complete control at each one of the segments, which would be what used to be countries or would still be countries, but basically the equivalent of states in the United States if we have a global government. This is where we're headed. This is where we're headed, and all that you are seeing now is pushing the Great Reset more and more into reality. And that's not a joke either. And you haven't heard that, the Great Reset, in a while. But everything you are seeing that is large enough to catch your attention today is a part of that scenario. And if you don't think that chaos in the Middle East isn't a part of that, you haven't been doing enough research. You haven't. But when we come back from the break, we're going to take this to the next level and we will bring in Dan's article. Okay? My question to you going out onto the break is, if Israel will blatantly lie about their massive bombing attack on a crowded Palestinian hospital and blame it on supposed Palestinian terrorist groups, how the hell can we trust anything they say going forward? And can we prove that they lied about the bombing of the hospital? Yes, we can. And we'll tell you about that. Okay? Sam, are we going to a break here? Okay. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They 
can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Go to republicbroadcasting.org, smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool, United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, yeah. The dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? What are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Sorry. 
Um, and again, I will say this. <laughs> People will never accuse me of echoing in yeah, silence. I just don't believe in being silent. There's far too much going on today and <clears throat> far too many people out there that are ignorant of the facts. Now, when I say the word ignorant, most of you consider that to be an insult. It's not an insult. Do a little research before you accuse people, and this is something that we are all far too eager to do, far too quick to do. If I say somebody is ignorant, that doesn't mean they're stupid. It means they don't have the facts. Okay? Stupid people are people who, even if they had the facts, wouldn't know what to do with them, couldn't do anything with them. They are stupid. Ignorant people are people who don't have the facts. And if they did, they could probably do something with them. So if I use the word ignorant when I'm discussing people or I'm discussing groups, doesn't mean that I'm calling them stupid. I'm not. And far too many people consider that if you call someone ignorant, you're calling them stupid. They're two totally different things, people. And we need to know that going forward because most Americans suffer from ignorance, not stupidity. And that ignorance today is choreographed. Yes. If we keep you from knowing the things you should know, you can't resist the things you should resist. Anybody here who thinks what I just said doesn't make any sense? Yeah. Play it over again a little slower. It couldn't be any clearer. And this is what we live in today, people. The last thing I said, and we'll get a little deeper into this towards the end of the show, but the last thing I said before the break was, if Israel will blatantly lie about their massive bombing attack on a crowded Palestinian hospital and blame it on a supposed Palestinian terrorist group, how the hell can we trust Anything they say going forward, you bomb a hospital with hundreds of people in it, you cause massive deaths, and then you go and tell the entire world that it was Palestinians who did it just to make the Israelis look bad. Are you freaking kidding me? But this is what happened. This is exactly what happened, okay? If you live in a predicament like that, okay, if you understand what I just told you, how the hell do you trust anything? Like, we were surprised. We didn't know they were going to attack us. We didn't attack that hospital. It was their own terrorists that went in and killed hundreds of their own parents and kids in that hospital. Yeah. Except that's not what happened. And now the truth is out. But how many, I don't know, how many people have talked about that? How many of you know about what I'm going to be saying about that? How many of you have even seen an article about that? How many of you are holding Israel accountable for an action like that that is beyond reprehensible? How many? But hey, Roger, you're just a bad person because you're talking bad against Israel. And this, again, has nothing to do with the Israeli citizens. Just like America does some evil things across this planet, but I don't blame the guy living next to me. I don't. I blame those who are in power, those who are doing things in our names without ever asking us, because in most cases we would have said, hell no. And I'm sure in a lot of cases, the Israeli people would have done the same thing. 
especially when you consider that Israel was used basically as the test bed for the COVID-19 jabs. And the massive amount of harm it has done to their population is only now coming into light. But if you're going to tell me there is no such thing as a government out there that is willing to sacrifice its own people for the gain of that deep state or those elitists, you're an idiot again. Because we can't give you more blatant examples as we have given today. But let's jump into an article, a short article written by Dan Asmussen. Okay, <clears throat> And this will be the second one he has put into this um, fray on this particular topic. And again, Dan Asmussen is the, the director of membership and community for our TLB Talk social media website. Well, let me give you first the title of Dan's article. Israel, the state that has the right to defend itself from unarmed women and children. Let me say this again. Dan's title, Israel, the state that has the right to defend itself from unarmed women and children. Because this is a vast amount of who is being killed. Now, why do I say that? Well, I'm going to go right through Dan's article because it's short and I'm pretty much going to read it because it's that short. And I want you to get the information. Now, this information was good all the way up until the end of the 20th, which means that it's about a day and a half old. These numbers are probably outdated, but they're close. Okay, so let's go over Dan's article. Israel, the state that has the right to defend itself from unarmed women and children. Let's start this off with a few vital facts. Israel has dropped more bombs in Gaza in one week than the U.S. did in the first year, the entire year of Afghanistan. Israel has dropped more bombs in Gaza in one week than the U.S. did in the first year in Afghanistan. That's fact one. How about fact two? More children have been killed in Gaza over the last 13 days than in Ukraine in the last two years. You hear what I said? But yet everybody's screaming about Ukraine. Okay? I'm going to say this again. More children have been killed in Gaza over the last 13 days than in Ukraine in the last two years. How many people are screaming about that? How many? How many? How about another fact? As of October 20th, which is what I told you, this information was up until, as of October 20th, 2023, over 1,200 children have been killed. This is one child every 15 minutes during that period of time. Are you listening to me? Who the hell is raising hell about this? Who? one more and all i see and hear on social media are people showing their unwavering support for this bloodthirsty imperial crusade by the zionist state of israel how the hell anybody could be cheering this on is insane why don't we take it to the next level brigadier general and his last name is S-E-G-E-V, Sezdev, who was the Israeli military governor in Gaza 
in the early 1980s, okay, he told the New York Times, a New York Times reporter, that he had helped finance the, the Palestinian Islamist movement as a counterweight to the secularists and the leftists of the Palestinian Liberation Organization and the Fatwa Party led by Yasser Arafat, who himself referred to Hamas, Yasser Arafat, referred to Hamas as a creature of Israel. Yasser Arafat referred to Hamas as a creature of Israel. Does it get any more blatant than that, people? Does it? Then, hey, Roger's lying, right? Yeah. So this is the ex-military governor of Gaza telling people that he helped to finance the Palestinian Islamist movement. Okay, but Israel said they never did that. But this guy went and told a news reporter after he had left his job that they actually had. Let's take it to the next level. The Israeli government gave me a budget, he said. This is the retired brigadier general. He confessed the military government also gives to the mosques. I'm not joking. This is exactly what he said. All right, let's go to the next level. Hamas, to my great regret, and again, still speaking, this is Avner Cohen, okay? Um, Hamas, to my great regret, is Israel's creation. Yeah, Cohen, a former Israeli religious affairs official who worked in Gaza for more than two decades, told the Wall Street Journal in 2009. I'm going to say that again. Hamas, to my great regret, is Israel's creation. Back in the mid-1980s, Cohen even wrote an official report to his superiors warning them not to play the divide and rule in the occupied territories by backing Palestinian Islamists against Palestinian secularists. I suggest focusing our efforts on finding ways to break up this monster before this reality jumps in our face. This is what he stated. And guess what? Too late. It did. They didn't listen to him. And Hamas was the result. To be clear, first, the Israelis helped build up a militant strain of Palestinian political Islam in the form of Hamas and its Muslim Brotherhood precursors. Then the Israelis switched tack and tried to bomb the siege and blockade it out of existence. My God, people, this is historical. How many times have you heard me say, hindsight is 2020? We can look back on this now. We can look back on what people have said. We can look back on what this guy told a reporter. We can look back on these things and put the pieces together, and they don't show a pretty picture, do they? But how many people out there are steadfastly waving an Israeli flag and saying, go out and kill a few more thousand babies and, I don't know, pregnant mothers in hospitals today? It's all good. You're Israelis. But if you're a Palestinian and your land was stolen and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of you, have been genocided over 75 years, you better shut up because you're a freaking terrorist. 
Where have I got this wrong, people? Please, somebody tell me. You have been lied to so many times, so efficiently, so effectively, over and over and over again, that you believe the crap you're hearing. And it's not true. Today, Israel uses Hamas as a means to an end. Their goal is to remove what's left of Palestine off the face of the earth. It's like a smudge on their global image. And they purposely allowed Hamas to attack them on October 7th so they could justify an unprecedented bombing campaign that is nothing short of ethnic cleansing and genocide. And for all of you out there that say, Something like that couldn't happen. They're not going to sacrifice their own people just so they can go in and bomb Gaza. They're not. Again, what happened on 9-11 in America? And if anybody here believes it was a couple of Islamist terrorists who did 9-11, you haven't done any research either. You haven't. Because not only do you have the dancing Israelis, but you have images of uh, in the Twin Towers, in between the outer skin of the building and the inner skin of the building, there is a space. And there are images of Israeli um, hecks standing next to box after box stacked from floor to ceiling of explosives. Not a joke. But yet again. How many people have held Israel accountable for 9-11? How many people have held the deep state in America accountable for 9-11? How much of that has been hidden from us? How much of that has our attention been redirected away from by other disasters in our immediacy? You see, the way the deep state gets you not to think about the things they don't want you to think about is to make life miserable in other areas to the point where you don't have the time to think about that anymore. Have you ever lived in a time on this planet where so many disasters were happening simultaneously? And every time Joe Bob gets under the gun for having done something really stupid or treasonous to America, something else happens that totally drags your attention away from that, doesn't it? This is the world you live in today, people. And for anybody who believes that a few, um, well, let, let me continue with this and I will close with that because that's a pretty profound statement. Okay. So the Palestinians do not support Hamas. And if you talk to a good deal of them, you would find out they don't because they see a connection or They do not see Hamas as truly representing what they wish for the future. So the Palestinians do not support Hamas. However, they're paying the price for it on the U.S. dime because a lot of what is happening against the Palestinians is being funded by U.S. money to the Israeli government or the Israeli military. Okay, war crimes, genocide. Ethnic cleansing. These are all happening right before our eyes, and nobody is doing nothing about it besides giving Israel a pat on the back, high fives, and tons of money. Did you hear what I just said? War crimes, genocide, and ethnic cleansing 
are happening right before our eyes and nobody is doing anything about it besides giving Israel a pat on the back, high fives and tons of money. I want you to tell me where I've got that wrong. This is Dan's article. Again, short article. I'm just about done with it. But that is one of the points I absolutely had to read twice. Yeah. But don't worry. Israel has been getting away with mass murder since 1948, and they will continue to do so with your support. How much money does Israel put into U.S. elections? When Netanyahu looks at the guy sitting next to him and says, don't worry about America, we own them. Do you think he was kidding? Does anybody think he was kidding? Because he wasn't. And anybody who's going to accuse Roger of being anti-Jewish, you're wrong. I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm not anti-Jewish. I'm, I'm not anti-any religion. You have the total right to any religion you choose. But that doesn't mean that you can enforce your ideology on those who may not or do not believe what you believe. And because of that, you need to commit genocide, wipe your country clean of all of them, and do so without any interference from what? Federal and or global governance. And we do have some global governance. It's called the United Nations. The Palestinian people cannot possibly defend themselves against the third most powerful military on this planet. Some say the third, some say the fourth. You get the picture, okay? And what have we got as far as the Palestinians go? They make rockets, which are, which are basically hyped-up firecrackers, all right? They've got pistols. They've got rifles. Do they have aircraft? Do they have massive ships? Do they have, I don't know, armies of tanks? Do they have? No, they don't. They can't possibly defend themselves against the third most powerful military on the planet. So when it's time for genocide, what do they do to stop it? This, however, okay, wait, there are, however, those of us who have taken up the torch of freedom for Palestine, and we must be their voices in the fight against tyranny. That's how Dan ends his article. I'm also going to tell you one more thing. There is proof, okay, supposedly and it is the Palestinian ambassador to the United Nations telling the world that when Israeli is blaming the Al-Ali hospital bombing on Palestinians, it's a lie. Not only that, but the guy, there is a Israeli official who told the world in a tweet that they had just bombed this hospital to get rid of some terrorists that may have been hiding in the hospital. And then as soon as somebody told him you probably shouldn't have done that, he deleted that tweet. But guess what? Yeah. The um, ambassador to the United Nations from Palestine got a copy because that was captured before it was deleted, proving unequivocally that Israel did the bombing of that hospital. Now, they blamed who? Stop and think about what Roger's been talking about today. You are being put in a position by one of the most powerful lobbies, one of the most powerful groups, international Zionism, and I'm not talking about Judaism, 
is a very powerful organization, a very rich organization, controls a hell of a lot of funds. When we see the United Nations being swayed, when we see America being bought, when we see the Palestinians being genocided and nothing is happening, maybe you need to understand just what place in the world Israel fits today. And where do the Palestinians stand? And how much longer will they be allowed to stand? This isn't the last show I'm going to do on this. There's way too much of this happening. It may not be next week, but we will bring you updates. Because as far as I'm concerned, this is the most unspeakable genocide that has been perpetrated on humanity in a very long time. And it's a 75-year continuous process. But yet, you're led to believe that all the Palestinians are horrible terrorists. And all of the Israelis who killed them do so deservedly. And that's the biggest lie you've ever been sold. So, I don't know what the story is going to be next week. But I can guarantee you the story next week will be every bit as horrible as the one I just told you today. Because there's nothing there to stop the perpetrators. There's nobody there to stop the perpetrators. And if there's nobody there to stop them, the one thing I would consider at this point is that the deep state, not all Israelis, but the deep state of Israel has no conscience whatsoever. And all they're looking for is the purification of Israel, which demands the elimination of the Palestinian population. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening. sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.